0: Welcome back to Two Tarot Nerds. This is a podcast with me, Jolie, and my friend Di, where we sort of talk about tarot, but really just talk about the experience of being human. This week we chatted about how we can hold on to and let go of the playfulness and fun of Leo season, doing what you don't know how to do and going where you don't know how to get to, and seeing all the joy that's present right now. This moment. So if you want to hear two friends talk about life, tarot, and everything in between, sit back, get a snack, and enjoy. One quick announcement before we head into the episode, I mentioned it last week, but I have places open again for coaching. So if you're working through any of the themes that we talk about in these episodes, things like people pleasing or navigating really big transitions in your personal life or your business life, I'd love to work with you. There will be a link in the description for how you can reach out to me. This is your reminder before we get started that there's probably some adult language in this episode. So if that's something you're concerned about or you have people around you who might not want to hear that, please pop in your headphones and then go ahead and dive in. Shall we start as we always start um with what we're bringing to the table for this episode. How are you feeling today, Di?
1: I'm actually feeling really good. a little tired. Um, but generally, like, yeah better than i have in a while um i think at least some of that is like finished up with bakery stuff last week i mean there's some residual like you know odds and ends of things to do but i don't know over the weekend i felt like there was just this like shift in my brain like space opened up and also I was feeling very much the last couple of weeks, like I kept falling into the like, oh my God, if I am like not a person who has a bakery business, who am I? And then all of a sudden I'm like, it it just shifted to like now I'm like, ooh. So if I'm not a like bakery person anymore, ooh, who am I? This could be fun to like explore. And I'm like, and it's just funny, like it just like it was almost like a switch flipped. And so now I'm like, excited and I'm ready to like, I don't even know do what I'm doing. But I'm excited about it.
0: I love that so much. It reminds me of how like, before I got my first tattoo, I always kind of wanted one. But I was like, Oh, I just don't know if I'm the person, like the kind of person who has tattoos. And then the minute you get one, you're like, I am the type of person who has tattoos. Like, (laughs) you just aren't until you are and so yeah I love that for you of like that wondering of like who am I without this business and you're like oh I still have the business anymore like that's okay who am I now I love it
1: yes how about you how are you I'm
0: I'm still really good (laughs) I'm uh deeply contented right now um and also really tired today (laughs) It's my permanent both-and of, like, I am so good. But today, my brain is moving so slow. And I just kind of want to crawl into bed and, like, spend the day watching, I don't know, cheesy movies or something. But, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm doing really good. And it's – we will circle back around to this because – One of the cards I pulled this week came up in week one. And I know Mm -hmm. I have very different feelings. I think we're 10 episodes later. I have very different feelings today about this card than I did 10 weeks ago. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely one of those scenarios where like my mood totally
1: affects how I feel about the cards.
0: But we'll get into that uh, later in the
1: episode, because this week we're starting with your cards. So we had a new moon on Friday. And so I was thinking about that over the weekend. And also the fact that we had been talking a little bit about that you were sad that Leo season was ending and now like Virgo season. I don't know how I feel about that. And so that's where I went with the questions. I'm like, I I totally agree with you in the like, summer has been fun. I've done some like stuff that I've enjoyed and how do I hold on to that and like keep that like fun and playfulness moving into we're not quite to autumn, but you know, we're moving in that direction. And then also, you know, now that we are Virgo season, we just had a new moon in Virgo, how can I embrace that energy? And then I wasn't sure what to do for the third question and ended up back as we often do of kind of like, well, what's the connection? Like, how do these cards relate to each other? You know, it seems like the third card is the like, one that makes it into a story. <laughs> it's like, we have these things, but we need the like, the other piece that ties it together. For the fun and playfulness, like how can I hold on to that? I got the Four of Wands. And I was originally drawing them all from the Light Series Tarot, the, this is the only one that actually kept (laughs) from that deck the other ones i'll talk about in a minute i went to other decks for but this particular four wands feels very like celebratory and playful like they're they're clearly like having fun having a party and i don't do a lot of that and so i was like well why is that um i will say i am very proud of myself that I did do a little bit of celebrating at the end of last week of like I wrapped up this old business and like just celebrating moving on to different things um, and actually like brought, <laughs> brought other people from my family into that a little bit what I was thinking I'm like what what stops me and when I realized what it was, I'm like, oh, this is like totally, I need to embrace like Leo (laughs) because I think the reason I don't, or even when I do, like I keep it very like small and private and all, is it's my usual fear of judgment. Like people are going to think that I am bragging and full of myself and like cannot have that. (laughs) And then I'm like, why not? <laughs> what? What if? Like, who the hell cares what people think? I do apparently, but um, how can I like let go of that? And so I was I was thinking about it. Is you know what do I need to to add in? But it, I'm thinking like the way to tie into Leo might be a little bit more of of yeah letting go of some of the things that I worry about.
0: It's interesting to me. So, Four of Wands, always in a lot of my decks, anyways, Four of Wands has this element of connection and togetherness that I would like normally associate with a cups type vibe. But I can see how it's that kind of like fun and playfulness of being with friends and, you know, fours all have to me like a I don't know like a foundational element or like a Mm
1: -hmm. yeah um, for sure
0: a structure to them like structuring in more fun scheduling in more fun (laughs) is kind of like this weird vibe I get with four of wands that almost like it doesn't just happen but you have to make plan for it or make time for it which is like very
1: Virgo meets Leo season yeah (laughs) it does fit with that for sure Yeah. And I think especially like for me, because I don't do a lot of that like that to get it going, I, I kind of have to, to do some of that and you know, yeah, eventually as with any other habit, like the more you do it, it becomes a little bit more routine, like just easier. But right now, if I don't, if I'm not deliberate about it, then it just doesn't happen. And so, it's interesting to think about that in terms of like, yeah, maybe the reason I don't like have as much fun and play as much is because I just assume it's going to happen and it doesn't happen. <laughs> I have to actually do something about it, which is fairy wands. You know, I can't just assume it's going to just magically <laughs> show up all on its own. So then as far as embracing Virgo season, that, well, the card that I drew was the Six of Cups. And again, like, it's feeling like that, where it's like, you know, Virgo is very like, down to earth, like, about the structure and things like that. And I I get cups, (laughs) of course I do. But I really like this card for this question, Um, in particular. I drew the one from the spacious tarot and it's an image like it's it's one cup and the plant that's kind of like outgrowing that container and so it's like transplanting bits of it into other cups and what I started thinking about is like a lot of the energy of Virgo season is the very like back to school and like Structure and learning and all. And I mean, I love learning new things. I get so excited. But how can I do that like not the way I did it when I was younger, which was like our our favorite the A plus box of like, how about, you know, I do it because I want to, you know, not because I'm waiting for someone else to grade it or approve it or even do it myself because I'm totally capable of like, Grading myself for stuff, um, you know, let alone anybody else. Um, But yeah, just thinking about that. And then also kind of tying back to last week and the chariot, something you said has been on my mind a lot um, with the, you know, what, like the vehicle that's gotten me to this point might not be the vehicle (laughs) that gets me to where I want to go next. And the idea of like, when you have a plant in a pot, like a lot of times it eventually gets too big for that pot. And if you don't do anything, it starts to die. And so you either need to like pick it up and put it in a different pot where it has more space or like it has in this card, you know, somebody's like divided it up and is sharing it out with other people. And just that idea of, it, just, it feels like both of these cards so far are involve like, not just me, like, involving other people.
0: Yeah, Six of Cups. It always felt to me like a grown-up version of Three of Cups. And... I can see that, yeah. Like, yeah, Three of Cups is like this really playful, like, tea party vibe sometimes. And it's, it is like a real connection, but like this... Yeah, like the... The connection of childhood. And then Six of Cups feels like, the what's the grown-up version of that? Like, how can you still play with your friends, but you're older and wiser and you have more responsibilities and yeah, all of that that gets in the way. But there's definitely a real connection piece to Six of Cups and giving and receiving on that kind of emotional level um connection level and and yeah being being in community
1: yeah and one thing that it also made me think of i was doing some journaling one day last week as I'm like because i haven't figured out exactly <laughs> what i'm doing next business wise and so i was thinking in terms like what is it that i want like what are what's most important to me and kind of the, like, if I can, like, I don't have to do things the way I did in my last business. I can change things up. So like, yeah, why not start with what I want from things and the absolute, like most essential thing to me in whatever I'm doing is connecting with other people. And so like, oh, yeah, no, this fits. <laughs> and so then for like what's connecting these, what's the story here, get two of wands. Like twos are often about like, could be about choices, like two different things that you're trying to reconcile maybe. And again, like I looked at the one from the Lightseer's deck and I'm fine with it, but it that particular one, it's an image of a person and she's inside and she's like looking out the window. And that just didn't like resonate with where I'm at, like what I'm feeling right now. And so I went digging through my other decks and I ended up pulling out the one from my This Might Hurt tarot deck. And it still has that kind of feeling of like going out, like going on a journey, that sort of thing. But whereas in the one card she's inside and she's like, it it almost feels like she's like a little wistful. Like, you know, I kind of want to be out there, but I'm not sure in this one, the person, she's already out there. She's it's a person sitting on the hood of her car and she's looking at a map and it's like, she's like, I got to start the journey. I'm still figuring out where I'm going and like what the path is going to look like, but I just got to like get out there. And yeah, I'm like, (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out like, yes, that's, that's kind of where I would like to be. Like, I don't want to sit here and just like wait to figure stuff out, but I'm still trying to figure out like exactly how it connects (laughs) to the other cards.
0: Two of Wands to me is the card of like, what choice are you going to make with the understanding that there's no wrong choice but there's right. the the path that is most familiar and then there's the path that you've never been down before and which one are you going to take um in the cosmic cycles tar- tarot there the image is a figure in a boat And they're, like, um, in the middle of a lake and there's an island straight ahead of them. But then they're kind of looking off at this one in the distance. And so it's like, do you want to go for, like, what's there and readily in front of you and easy to take? Or do you want to go for this harder path or I don't know if harder is the right word, but like the one that is more unknown, the one that is further in the distance, the one that might take more time to get to. And again, there's no right or wrong. But like I feel like for me, Two of Want asks me to make a conscious choice about the path that I want to be on. Because I think so often in our lives we can just if we don't make decisions, we end up on other people's paths or we end up on a path by default. And So it's like, okay, just check what path you're on and make sure that's the one that you're choosing, not the one that's, like, easier for everyone else or is, you know, the path by default.
1: That makes sense. And also, like, looking at this card, I'm like, the fact that she's looking at a map, like, you don't need a map if you know where you're going. Like, you need a map if you're, like, trying to, like, go somewhere that you haven't gone before the other thing that i was thinking about um, because you and i were chatting this morning it feels like it fits very much with the idea you were telling me about of like being the main character in your own story as opposed to like being a side character in someone else's which also then which is kind of random it may not have anything to do with this makes me think of um my favorite uh Holiday movie or Christmas movie, is the holiday, and the whole thing with Kate Winslet's character, where like she stops being like the like best friend and the like, and like becomes the main character. And I was like, "What? What? That's interesting to think about because I don't think of myself that way." And that feels very Leo. <laughs> so if I'm like wanting to like bring in that Leo energy. <laughs> I'm like, I am the main character. Damn it. <laughs> And
0: we all are. We all are the main characters of our lives. And, But so often, I think we can just, like, let other people, I don't know, define our roles or we feel, especially if we have, like, really strong people-pleasing tendencies, we just, we become characters in everyone else's stories and we lose ourselves and we lose what makes us happy and we lose um yeah, like what we want, what we desire. And so like stepping into that and being like, okay, if you want more four of wands and you want like that, that fun and that almost celebratory vibes and like connection and you want six of cups, like it feels like both of those cards are like being in connection with people energetically, creatively, passionately, and also like emotionally being in connection and giving and receiving. And it's like, okay, if you want that, do you want that in ways that you know, and maybe have experienced before, and you maybe can see that path more clearly, or like, do you want them in ways that you have never experienced them before?
1: Yeah. Second question.
0: Which I feel like ties into my theme that had been coming up for a really long time about like, <laughs> can- will you let yourself want, like, what you can't necessarily imagine?
1: Yes, I, I was thinking that just now as you said
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Want what you'd think you can't have, um, or you think it'll be too hard, or you think it'll be too much, or you think you can't possibly ask that of other people. But like, if you're the main character and you're writing the story, like you get to have whatever you want. You get to write your story however you want.
1: Yeah, that reminds me of something else that came up last week. And this idea, and I do it all the time, of saying that. Like, I don't know how to ask for things or or not doing it because, not because I don't know how, but because in doing it, I'm trying to either only do it if I like know what the other person is going to respond or like, like try and engineer like a particular response from them. Like I can ask whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Somebody might say no, not going to go for that, but doesn't mean I can't ask. Um, But I stop myself all the time it's like well i don't know you know what their response will be so i i can't ask if i don't know which when i say it out loud i'm like that makes no sense (laughs) but i do it all the time how about you how are your cards this week
0: (laughs) my cards were interesting so i asked the same questions yes so as we talked about a little bit last week I am really grieving the end of Leo season and what feels like the end of summer. And I know that, you know, technically summer continues until the autumn equinox. I know that Virgo season is still technically summer. It doesn't feel that way to me. And I don't know if I'm, like, rushing the ending of summer or if it's just that, you know, with my personal wheel of the year... That Virgo season isn't the same as, like, summer. Like, July and August are summer to me. And, and, yeah, autumn's maybe a little bit longer. And Virgo season is very much a transitory season where, yeah, this is not summer. (laughs) I'm sorry, Virgo season. (laughs) You're not summer. (laughs) So when I say I'm grieving the end of summer, like, I do acknowledge that, yes, technically, Virgo season is still summer. But, yeah, I'm, like, really not into letting go of Leo season. And that's, I guess, raises all of my coaching brain red flags because I'm like, what is in this? What is in this reluctance to let go? What, yeah, what am I believing? What stories am I creating? But anyways, I'm just being with the feelings right now. And the feelings are like, I don't want to let go. Um, so, so I loved your questions. And I was like, yes, cool cool tarot deck how can I keep the playfulness of Leo season how can I keep Leo season and my deck gave me the ten of swords as an answer which oh boy (laughs) that (laughs) sounds thrilling (laughs) thank you for acknowledging (laughs) this this yeah this the absurdity of getting ten of swords so for those of you unfamiliar with tarot ten of swords Okay, there are no good or bad cards in tarot. There are no, like, wholly positive, wholly negative cards in tarot. That idea is rubbish. But Ten of Swords is not usually given very positive imagery. Ten of Swords is a card of... I mean, it's there are ten swords in your back. <laughs> like, that's that's the imagery of Ten of Swords. So again, it is not a wholly negative card, right? Ten of Swords can mark the ending of uh, like, a particular belief or story that it's time to let go of. In in my Cosmic Cycles tarot deck, um, which uh, we'll post the image in the show notes, there's a figure lying on her bed with her laptop open, and the swords are kind of all of these, like, negative comments that she's reading. So it's, like, it's that real in-the-brain space, but also this reminder of, like, you can close the laptop like, you don't have to keep engaging with these thoughts. In the spacious tarot, the image is a tree that has been cut down, but the ten swords are still stabbing at it. And it's this idea of, like, like, stop. Like, enough's enough. We've cut down the tree. Like, we don't have to keep stabbing this thing. Like, and so, yeah, when I first, I asked the question and I pulled ten of swords, my gut reaction was like, you gotta let go. (laughs) Like, why are you holding on to to Leo season? Like what are you what are you making this mean? What what are like the thoughts and beliefs that are coming up? That was my first thought. My first thought was like, oh my deck is just telling me to let it go. But I also, as I've been like sitting with this, this feeling, I I think there's a message here of, like, what needs to be... Like, what thoughts, beliefs, stories need to be processed in order to, I guess, like, hang on to the playfulness? Like, there's something here about, like, why are you believing that you have to hang on to Leo season in order to have whatever it was you had in Leo season? Like, why... Like what is it that I believe about Virgo season or about autumn or about this next stage that I'm like oh I have to I have to take something from Leo season and and bring it with me, so yeah this there's a real sense to me of like there's something that needs to be processed something that needs to be worked through and something that needs to be like given closure on, and that that will make a big difference to how I'm able to move forward
1: what I was thinking when you were talking about that and stories and all it's like part of me is like but you know Leo is your sunshine so like you're always gonna have Leo with you and so but why like do you not feel that
0: yeah absolutely and and it's funny because so I've always kind of felt uncomfortable with my birthday and like this one specific day where everyone celebrates me, but I will claim all of Leo season as, as mine. Right. And I will be an obnoxious Leo, but just for Leo season, right? Cause I am just like, it's Leo season. Everything's great. It's sunny. You know, it's just fun vibes. I love the energy of, you know, of Leo season. And, and it does bring out like the the best most obnoxious leo in me and um all of that but like i don't really carry that energy through the rest of the year i kind of go back into like i'm like oh okay i have to hang up hang up the costume and like return the the keys or whatever and i'm like okay it's all done now but you're right, like, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, I can be an obnoxious Leo all the time if I want to be. Um, so I do feel like there's some sense here of, you know, Ten of Swords can almost feel like... Just like the mind going overboard and the mind really creating a lot of... Yeah, like a lot of the... Well, I guess, so more Nine of Swords is like really being in that anxiety overthinking like mind creating a cage type vibe. And in Ten of Swords, there's a sense of like and and we've talked about this before, but it come we've had we've pulled a lot of tens. Um there's a sense of doneness <laughs> with the Ten of Swords yeah. of like put these down. Get up and walk away. Close the laptop. Like stop stop stabbing yourself with all of the swords. Like this is in your power um in some sense to to stop this um and and 10 of swords is being like we're ready to stop this and ready to process what needs to be processed and and learn what needs to be learned and i do feel like a lot of lessons came up for me in in the past sort of couple of months not just leo season um but over what i would consider summer i feel like i went through some really big shifts um as like we have seen some of yep. them in the course of this podcast but like it's deeper than that. Like, it's something really fundamental has been shifting in me. And I think, like, I'm trying not to, like, let go of that. And I'm trying to, like, yeah, I don't want to, like, lose this whatever's been shifting or changing. And not that I think I'll lose it, but, like, yeah, I guess I am don't want to be, like, so busy moving on to other things that I, like, miss what was present and there over the summer. I don't,
1: not really explaining that well, but yeah, I, I, I kind of got what you were saying. <laughs> what came to mind was your, your favorite word, trust. Uh, I, know. I, know. I know. Listen,
0: it's going to be, it's going to uh, be a lesson because speaking of trust. Okay. So I asked, what should I embrace yes. um, about Virgo yes. season? Like what energy um, would be really helpful to kind of call in, And I got ten of cups, which in the next world tarot, you get a ten
1: and you get another ten. (laughs) Yes,
0: ten of cups in the next world tarot is given the label safety, and and so this was the card I was talking about. I pulled it in week one, and I was like, I hate ten of cups. I don't know. I'm not into these happy ever afters. I was so mad at ten of cups, and. (laughs) I'm a little less mad about 10 of cups. Um i like not mad about it. I I have a different viewpoint on 10 of cups, I guess. Okay, so if 9 of cups is my joy is not meant to be crumbs card, 10 of cups is here's all of your joy. Like in 9 of cups I'm learning to let all of it in and in 10 of cups it is just here. It is like seeing it. It I'm. It's not like asking me to learn that joy is not meant to be crumbs. It's asking me to see, like, even in Virgo season, how can you see all of the joy? How can you see all of the playfulness of Leo season? How can you see, like, uh, you know, all of the love and all of the happiness, like that's here, that's present in these moments that you know we don't reach this point, as we've mentioned many times, we don't ever reach a point where things are finished, and will never ever change. Like, and they're just good. Like, we don't get to 10 of cups. It's like, cool, I never have to do any cups work again. But like, in the in the day to day in the moment to moment, things can be both hard and then really beautiful. One of the things it just popped into my head, I was going through a really, really hard time last winter. Um, it's probably like one of, one of the hardest times, things, life moments I've had to go through. And there was a point where like, I was lying on my couch crying basically. And I was like, Oh my God, everything is so hard and like so tough. And then I like got up and made pumpkin bread listening to Taylor Swift. And, and I was eating the pumpkin bread and I was thinking, oh my God, like things can be so good. Like it can be both, like things can be so shit and then things can be so good. And like those moments can follow each other. And like, that's the part of magic of life. And I feel like 10 of cups asks you to look for those moments of magic, those moments of joy, um, that are like here and always, always present, which is not at all what I had to say about 10 of cups
1: in our very first episode. (laughs) But I love that. I love that we get to see like a different perspective and like progression, sort of.
0: Yeah, and and of course, it like I mean, it
1: really just reinforces that cards are different depending on what's going on.
0: Yeah, obviously, all of my cards together affect how I view any individual card, or what the story is. The questions that I ask affect how I view the individual story. Um, and my mood. And so this is the thing, like when we talk about cards, when we talk about what the meaning of any particular card is, it is never a hard and fast rule. It is never, this is how you should interpret this card. This is what this card always means. We're a- almost always just offering the perspective of like, this is what this card is calling up in me right now. And I think all of the cards have layers to them. And yeah, that at any point we're like accessing different layers of the cards. I do think that sometimes Ten of Cups for me comes up when I'm trying to create like a perfect picture in my head of like how everything should look and how, um, you know, we talked about, again, it's test episode one if you want to listen to it, but we talked about Ten of Cups and Ten of Pentacles and how they can both be this kind of happy ever after card. And I, yeah, they come up for me when I'm trying to be A plus at life in various ways. Um, Trying to like, this is how everything should look. And and even now there's this element here too, right? Of this, of I'm like, oh, I can only have this in Leo season. And that's me and like my shadow side of 10 of cups of like, I can only have this when it all looks like this. When, you know, I can take off box A, B, and C, then I get to have this thing. And And so there is still that element of, like, Ten of Cups is here to remind me of, like, it's not about the external circumstances. It's not about how things, not about how, like, any idea of how things should look, but, like, that what is, like, yeah, how is everything perfect right now?
1: Yeah, I was thinking, and I, I went back and looked because it was actually the version of Ten of Cups that you drew back when we did the first episode of what it's like in the wild unknown where like all the cups, like there's kind of energy going like from each cup to the other cups and exactly what you're saying. Like, it's all, it's all interconnected. And then, yeah, like you can have, you know, one feeling about stuff at the exact same time (laughs) that you feel something very different.
0: Yeah. And all of the feelings get to be present and all of the feelings get to be beautiful in a way like it's something i talk about with clients all the time of like all of the feelings get to show up at the table so moving from ten of swords which is like (laughs) if we just look at the cards at like the very top level (laughs) we're still in this like moving from thoughts to feelings like stop thinking about leo season and just your way into Virgo season and so the thing that connects these two the card running underneath them was Four of Cups
1: which I have had but I don't think has come up for yeah, you at least not no. recently
0: so Four of Cups we have mentioned sometimes Four of Cups can have this um, negative vibes of like you have three full cups and you're focused on the one that's empty but for me <laughs> this is no surprise. We've mentioned it before already this episode. Four of Cups is about trust. Four of Cups is about, there can be a worry. We can be worried on what we think we're missing out on or that we have to, like we have to have all four of cups full right now. Otherwise, like there will be never be another opportunity to fill that fourth cup. And like Four of Cups to me invites me into like just trust like everything everything happens in its time that there's there's nothing here to be missed out on there's no urgency here really with the fours and then also the fives I find them to be cards of somehow slowing down and being with what is I say that I'm thinking about four of wands. What is what is the slowing down in four of wands? I'm not quite sure. But but definitely in four of cups, I feel this yeah, don't there's there's not a rush here to to get it right the first time or yeah, to have to have all of the cups filled that like it's okay. <laughs> just this this real I don't know why. It's just yeah, um in the next world tarot it's given the label uh reevaluate, and it can be this call to to just pause and to honor like your own yeses and your own no's and it's okay to say no to things the opportunities will come back again if they're meant to come back again but to really just kind of check in with yourself before you kind of just rush to fill all the cups because that's what you feel like you have to do
1: yeah i can definitely see that i was thinking about it in terms of Four of Wands. There, I think it feels kind of like it's okay to like, you can celebrate along the way, like you can stop and like, you don't have to wait until you get to the end. Like you can celebrate the small things as you go. Yeah. Cause yeah, I'm lucky if I celebrate at the end, let alone in between.
0: I love that element to Four of Wands. I love the idea of Four of Wands being like a break in the journey to celebrate the the small parts.
1: But what you were saying about four cups makes a lot of sense.
0: Thing is, under thoughts, there are always emotions. And so the kind of overall story that I see in my cards is I've created this almost dichotomy in my head of like, Leo's season was playful and it was fun. And... The rules were relaxed and I didn't work as much as I normally push myself to work. And there was a lot just like a lot of freedom in my Leo season. And and I've almost immediately started going into Virgo season and into September and yeah, with the like, oh well now the kids are back to school. So now I have to work again. Like I always have to work, but, like, I have to work hard again, and I have to stack my plate full of stuff, and I have to, like, get back into work mode, and and it is not going to be fun, and it's going to be hard, and I have to, like, figure out what I'm going to do quickly now. Time's running out. Like, figure your shit out, Jolie. It's Virgo season. <laughs> like, summer's over. Stop playing. And and I feel like the kind of overall story of these cards is like deal with the thoughts that are coming up and like process those. Move into trust and like safety and like letting joy be abundant and like like almost like don't... <laughs> Like, don't lose everything you've done, which is what you're worried about. Like, I've spent so much of summer season, like, letting go of overthinking, leaning into trust, leaning into slowness, leaning into feeling my feelings. It's all I've been doing for, like, the past month is being like, well, just going to follow my feelings because they're not steered me wrong yet. And then I feel like it's like this little bit of a warning of, like, okay, if you want to hold on to Leo season, like you just have to, or learn hold on to what you've learned from Leo season. Like you have to remember the lessons and this is going to require you to like lean into safety and trust. Still, it's not going to go away. Um, lean into all of your cups and then And yeah, under that, that four of cups of like, keep reevaluating everything, but reevaluating everything from this emotional perspective, not from the brain perspective. What do I think about this? What do I think I should do? How can I make a spreadsheet for this? How can I like map out my life and figure out exactly how I'm going to earn money and, you know, find some foolproof plan that makes my brain feel safe. And like, it's like, nope, nope, that's, not how we're gonna do things like that's not the way forward the way forward is all of the cups clearly the way forward is to still be in all of the feelings and to still to still keep wanting what I don't think I can have of like that doesn't have to end just because Leo season is over that wasn't just a wasn't just like a one-time thing where I got to want something that I didn't think I could have it's like keep going with it let it evolve and let it grow and let it become bigger and like want even bigger things and imagine like even bigger dreams and see what happens. Um, kind of calling back to, uh, it was a few episodes where we were like, this is really good, but can I let it be better? Like, okay, just like take everything from Leo season and run with it, expand it, let it be bigger. Even in Virgo season, like it can still... All of that still gets to exist.
1: I love hearing you say that because like, I feel like I am in the same place. I mean, not exactly, obviously, but the same thing of like, it's like I let myself like play around with stuff during summer and I had like doing this podcast and some of the other stuff we've been doing It's like the most fun I've had in a long time. And now I've gone and made even more space for it and like, yeah, not to follow the path path I'm familiar with, which is to, well, you can have that little bit of fun, maybe, but like, we certainly can't like let it expand to take up all of this new space you've just created. We got to fill that in with like the old crap. And I'm like, but, but no, I don't, I don't think we do. <laughs> so,
0: how do you want to take the energy of these cards into your week going forward?
1: Well, my first thought is that I don't want to like rush to do anything because that, my default it's like you know i have to have to get right on the next thing but you know going back to that idea of, of pausing and like no what if i just let this week be what it is and like play with ideas talk to people like yeah just bounce stuff around like just because i have created space doesn't mean i have to fill it all right this very instant like it's okay to not that i have to be like I'm thinking about this in terms of, like, just now with the Six of Cups, like, yeah, it doesn't have to be very, like, regimented. I can, like, see what feels good. Um, Like where do I want to put stuff in? Wh- which would be, you know, a change of pace for me, because I do tend <laughs> to want to be like, gotta fill this right this instant, have to have it all figured out. But maybe I don't know what that actually looks like this week. um, I am not entirely sure. I think mostly paying attention to where like to my tendency to like be like oh I got to start run right into this and like just yeah just like slow down for a minute pause like kind of like we talked about might have been last week the like yeah like just slow down pay attention like don't just go with the default like actually look at what's going on don't rush to the next thing to avoid like the feelings <laughs> that you're having, all of that. <laughs> How about you?
0: For me, I actually know what I want to do. I need to write about Leo season. I need to make art. I need to do what I do. Like I have a process. Writing is what I do. It's like telling stories is what I do. Making art is what I do. Um, And so I've been starting my saying goodbye to summer, um, zine that I make, um, the link to my Substack is in the show notes. You can go read these little things that I create. Um, but the last one I made was my celebration of Leo season and it's time to, to write my goodbye, my thank you letter to Leo season. I need to write about the lessons that I've learned. Um, I need to start to process that. So that's like my thing for this week is I need to actually just say goodbye
1: to Leo season
0: and to like feel all of my feelings about that and to sit with like what is coming up what are the stories why do I think I can't have this all the time be this way all the time like what what is there what have I learned um so that's that's what I'm going to do this week so yeah those are our cards for the week and our thoughts on them as always pictures of our cards and links to anything mentioned will be in the show notes and you can find the link to that in the description below If you have thoughts, questions, comments about the cards we drew, you can leave us a comment on Instagram. We're at Nerds, or come over to TwoTarotNerds.substack.com and leave us a comment on the post for this episode. You can also subscribe there and you'll get an email every time the show notes go live. So you don't have to worry about um, missing a notification from your podcast app it will get sent straight to your inbox. As always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back in your ears next week.